This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about the concept of making mutual decisions and considering your human design chart and maybe your partner or your friend or your spouse or whoever you're making a decision with their chart too. But before we get into it, I just have to stop and say that I'm feeling so pumped up and so lit up and energized and satisfied right now because I just got off day one of my free workshop on Instagram called Career by Your Design. Maybe you were one of the people that was on listening live and asking questions. And if you missed it, then just go back and watch the replay. I can't promise that it's going to be on my Instagram forever and ever, but if you're at all listening to this close to August of 2023, then the replay will be there right on my Instagram feed. And this free workshop is going on from Monday, August 21st to Thursday, August 24th. Every day I'm going live on Instagram at noon central time, and I'm talking about how to craft your ideal career using your unique human design chart. So today's topic was all about how the different energy types are meant to be getting paid and what they're best suited for career-wise. Some of you asked some really fantastic questions. For example, one person is a manifesting generator and she was saying that she feels really used at work and they ask her to do anything that has to get done and she gets spread really thin. And I can totally relate to that because that's how my job used to be for about a decade. I was really good at doing anything in the business And it was confusing to me because I liked all my tasks and it was fine and it was enjoyable and I was good at it, but I would get so burnt out and so exhausted and feel really unappreciated. And by the end of the week, I would just cry in my car on the way home from work because I was so tired from the week. And it wasn't because I hated my job. I just felt that something was not aligned. So in that day one workshop, We got really clear on what works best for the different energy types and how they should be focusing their energy so that they're getting paid for what their gifts truly are. So if you want to access that free workshop, just go to my Instagram page, healthy underscore Madeline, and watch the replays, and I hope you love it. Now, I also wanted to do something a little bit different for the review of the week, Thank you to everybody who are still writing reviews on Apple Podcasts and Audible and all the other places, but this time I want to read an amazing comment from one of my participants inside my human design accountability group. After it was, I think, our second call, maybe even after our first call, this is what this person said. I want you to know how blessed and grateful I feel to have found you. I feel like I am starting to do a good job of trying to be myself and follow my authority and strategy, but I allow doubt and fear to sometimes subdue that. 
I am very grateful to have had the opportunity to express some of my current status of how I am working on my human design yesterday in the accountability group and was able to get some clarity on how I am, I'll call it, sabotaging myself when I make excuses for not doing and following my design. I took your advice yesterday to listen to some emotional spurring music that was related to my dad and trying to get back to my deeper feelings or emotions. And today I am going to do some breath work. You really are a shining star angel. Oh, that just warms my heart to know that this person is taking steps in the right direction for living according to their design. And that's what the accountability group is all about. It's an opportunity for you to get help from me on how to actually apply your design to your life, how to do practical things that are real. We're real human beings here on the planet just trying to live better. And sometimes human design can feel so far out of reach or strange or non-tangible. And I'm a practical, logical girl. So I'm here to show you and guide you how to actually live by your design so that you have so much more confidence in yourself and you hit the pillow at night feeling so satisfied and peaceful and just good about yourself and proud of your life because let's just face it, everybody should just be sick and tired of doing what they quote unquote should be doing and doing the status quo and following convention. That just does not work for us anymore and I've gotten really good at following my own design, and it's a practice that I do every single day in all areas of my life, and I'd love to help you as well. So if you're called to join one of the September Human Design Accountability Groups, just go to the link in the show notes or go to studiotimeout.com slash HD accountability group. And there's two options. You can join for September either on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time or Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. Both of them are on Zoom. We we meet for four weeks in September, and you're going to have opportunities to ask questions about your life and your circumstances. I'm going to bring a theme to each week for you to focus on, or you choose your own focus. And then the best part is the accountability. I'll check in and find out how is it actually going for you. So you'll feel like you have somebody or a group to report to by the end of the week. I'm in a business group right now, and it is so valuable just for me to know that I'm going to be meeting with them twice a week, and I'm going to have to say how my business is going. Like just that is valuable. And for you, it's the same thing. You show up to the group. And you get to say how it's going for you, no matter whether it's going well or poorly or you completely forgot about it. It doesn't matter. I'm here to support you. And the other group members are so fun and so supportive and really inspirational as well. So join me for September. Or if you're listening to this out in the future, I'm sure there will be other times available um, in future months as well. Now let's get into this really fascinating and simple yet life-changing topic of mutual decisions. This is something that I wanted to do an episode on because I was inspired by a few people recently that have asked me the same question. It just, for some reason, keeps coming up. People have said, how do I make a decision following my own authority if my husband wants to make a different decision? 
And my answer is that there is no such thing as a mutual decision. So you don't come together with another person and mutually decide on something. You can do that, but it's not following either of your authority. And that's what we're really diving into here. So if you haven't learned what your authority is, it's that aspect of your chart that's the decision maker. It's like your own inner manager or boss that tells you which direction to go, what to choose, you know, how to make decisions. So for some examples, you might have an emotional authority where you're supposed to be making emotional decisions or a sacral authority where you follow what you are attracted to or a splenic authority where you follow your instincts, that snap answer that's the first thing that pops in your mind. There's a number of different authorities and I've done an episode on every single one of them. So if you didn't listen to those, definitely go back and listen. Or I forgot to announce this at the beginning. If you're very brand new to the podcast and you've never listened to an episode at all, then I recommend you go back to episode number one, actually, and listen sequentially. But if you've been listening and you just need a refresher on your authority, go back and listen to the authority episode that's about you. And that's how you make a decision. So let's say you, and I'm going to just make up your husband. You and your husband need to make a decision on whether you want to buy this particular house or not. The way that you make a decision as a couple is that separately, by yourselves, in private, you consult with your own authorities. So if you have an emotional authority, you need to think about emotionally, how does the purchase of that house make you feel? Does it make you feel happy? Does it make you feel depressed? And then let's say your husband has a splenic authority and he needs to listen to that snap immediate one-time instinct. And if his instinct is saying no, even though logic or his heart or something else is saying yes, but he got an instinct that it's a no, then his answer is no. So let's pretend that he had his instinct say no and your emotional authority, I'm just making this up, your emotional authority is saying yes. Like it gives you all of these positive feelings and you just feel really emotionally good at the idea of buying that house. Well, you've both come up with with opposite answers. One no, one yes. And now what? If you compromise and you have the perspective that you're going to just blend your decisions and make a mutual decision and you're going to compromise and buy the house because you want to and he only had an instinct and that's not as important as how you feel, that is not going to leave either of you feeling very aligned. It's just not a very aligned decision to just sort of think of blending and mushing your thoughts together. Instead, everybody still has to make the decision based off their authority, but maybe you need to to change what you're deciding. So maybe you guys together decided that you are going to buy the house. And for you, the one with the emotional authority, you're buying it because it emotionally feels right to you. It gives you good emotions. But let's say your husband still feels a splenic no. Well, maybe his decision is that he loves you so much that he wants to please you and support you, and his instincts are telling him, do what makes her happy, because that's going to be the right thing for him, ultimately. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Or why don't we come up with another example? Let's say that you and your best friend are trying to decide which movie to go to and you want to see the action movie and your friend wants to see the rom-com and you consulted with your own authorities and each of them say separate movies. So how do you decide? Well, maybe you decide that you love your friend so much and you just want her to have a really good time and you want to support her in having a fun, relaxing, hilarious evening with this rom-com. So that's what you are going to decide is to support her and she is going to decide that she wants to see that movie and go with you. And so that's how you make the decision. If you consult your separate authorities and they have opposite answers, one person needs to change what they're deciding and it probably needs to be something about supporting and loving the other person. But I want to just remind you that you don't always have to do that. Sometimes the answer is to not go forth together. So with the movies, it's not such a big deal if you just say, I'm not interested in a rom-com. I'm not going to go, but you have a great time. It's probably not going to end the relationship. It might be a little bit of a bummer or maybe really nobody cares and it's fine. But let's say this bigger deal thing like the marriage and um, you're trying to decide which house or you're trying to decide if you're going to buy that house and you want to buy it and your husband does not. Well, if it's that important to him not to buy it, and it's that important for you to buy it, maybe you separate and divorce. I'm not saying that that's always the answer and you should just jump to that lightly. I'm absolutely not. But if it really feels correct to separate from somebody so that you can go forth with following what you want, then that is an option. We have to always know we have all of the options in front of us, even the tough ones. Or maybe you can really open your mind here to the possibilities in life. Like maybe you're still married, but you have separate finances and you do buy that house and that's your house. And then you and your husband have another house that's your house together. I don't know. I mean, open your mind. There's so many decisions that can be made that a lot of us have shut off because it's not conventional or it's not how we've done things in the past or it's not what we quote unquote should be doing. But there's absolutely no way for you to stay in alignment if you're just mushing decisions together with other people and just ignoring what's really true for both parties. Again, it doesn't mean you have to always separate and it doesn't mean you have to always support each other, but it does mean that you have to be clear on what's right or wrong for you first and then support the other people that are important to you in also finding what's right or wrong for them. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Feel free to reach out on Instagram, find me at healthy underscore Madeline, and let me know what you think of this concept. A lot of people have told me that this is so helpful for them when they're working with their partner or in a marriage or in a business situation with another person, and it really gives them clarity, even though I got to say it's not always the easiest choice to live this way, but it leaves you feeling so much more aligned and fulfilled and with so much more clarity. 
So as I wrap up here, I want to remind you of two things. One, to watch and participate in my free four-day workshop this week on Instagram called Career by Your Design, or watch the replays if they're still up. And also, I want to invite you to the upcoming September Human Design Accountability Groups at studiotimeout.com slash HD Accountability Group, or see the link in the show notes for that as well. I love you all. I'm so grateful that you're still listening. And I do just want to say, this is my 52nd episode. This podcast is a year old. Oh my God, time has flown by. I love this podcast. Every single time I do it, I feel extremely energized during and after. And I'm just so grateful that you listen. So yes, you, one person right now who's hearing this in your ears, thank you. I love you. I'm thinking of you. I'm picturing what you look like. And I'm just so, so, so grateful. So let's leave it at that. I'll catch you guys in a week.